0: This week on the Sports Bag Podcast, we touch on the NBA and exciting playoff moments. We touch on the NCAA and some interesting behavior by parents. And then a little bit on the NFL and some major Mike Trout um, record-breaking stuff in the MLB. Ladies and gentlemen, for the main event,
1: the Sports Bag Podcast. Bringing you the best sports stories from every week. With the greatest host the podcasting universe has ever seen, Evan and Josh. Let's get ready to rumble.
0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Bag Podcast. It's Evan here with Josh as always. Josh, what's up?
1: Nothing much. I think that the biggest thing that's up is it's recently for us, like within the past two days, but when the podcast gets released it'll have been like four days but man that luca shot who
0: luca magic my goodness. goodness i was watching that game i mean so i've i've watched most of the nba playoffs games not to brag um i sent but you a picture of me watching
1: hands. a game so you did say, yeah <laughs> i'm out there watching games now
0: <laughs> you did i was proud of you even though you were you know the only solid because you were out to dinner and probably didn't stay and watch the whole game but hey, oh we did we watched the thought- end
1: yeah we watched the whole okay. second half
0: what about the first half
1: i didn't see the first half sorry
0: well that's what i said is still accurate you didn't <laughs> watch the whole game but hey that's okay i'm glad that you watched until the end because um, yeah the games have been really good and what you talked about luca freaking Doncic, a kid that's younger than me like he's 21 years old he how does that feel does that make you feel like you don't like achieve
1: anything in life like <laughs> okay, that's it well, makes me this, feel
0: <laughs> after this past week of like uh, losing a sports job that I had uh, agreed to and was offered and then also missing out on, like, a backup one um, that was sort of I scrambled for, it does make me feel a little bit less accomplished. But in general, I would say no. Because, like, these are these are basketball players. Like, these guys are ballers. It does feel a little bit weird. I, I've never been a massive fan of, like, college athletics kind of since, like, being the same age as them. I mean, I, I am but it's like a weirder vibe to me. I like, I don't like the thought of like we talked about last week, I think of like hating a player and that's kind of like, okay, you know, you can sort of respect the person. It's like, Oh, I hate that team. Or like, yeah, oh, I hate that player. Yeah. Like that's part I of the fun. Right. It's part of the fun. What I don't love is like, like putting so much pressure on like teenagers. Like my, when my dad watches like, um, you know, like Ohio state football, there are times where he's just like, Oh, that's like, that's terrible. That's the worst. And it's like, he gets really like, I, I don't know, like, sort of condescending and things like that, and just it's like also disappointed. The same kid that
1: forgot to turn in his homework yesterday.
0: Oh, uh, right, exactly, and that's my thing. It's like maybe it's that I'm the same age as them, but it's like I like rooting for them, especially I like rooting for my team, but like I don't like getting mad at like amateurs and young kids. So like Luca being accomplished, he yeah, he's a pro. He gets paid money, and like. He's a star and it's awesome. So that I can feel a little bit better about cuz you know, he he's been doing this for a while. He is a pro. Like this is his career. Like anybody in the NBA, you know, you're at the you're at the top. Like you're not just some like some kid who also has to maintain like a, a 4.0 or something like that. Yeah. But absolutely. all that being said, Yeah, Luka, like, at very least makes me a little bit jealous seeing him out there (laughs) at 21. And, like, he should make the rest of the NBA jealous, especially even just from a fan perspective. Because if you're a Mavericks fan and you have Luka Doncic making, I think I saw something where, like, he's making $5 million this year as part of his rookie deal that he's still on because this is his second year. And he's making, like, $10 million next year and like you have a young christophs porzingis as like his running mate and like room to grow like man this is to see somebody doing this at such a young age is awesome and he like the clippers a lot of people think are like the team to beat in the nba and luca like (laughs) he is single-handedly literally in that game on a bum ankle because he had a sprained ankle yeah how many did he score that game he had he had a triple double right He had a triple-double, so he had 43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists um, off the top of my head. And like, there's so many things where he had the, I believe, most points ever in a playoff debut um, with 42 in the first game against the Clippers. And then in Game 2, I think he had 30-some, or 28 maybe, and it was like his 70 combined points are tied for the most or second most um, in your first two playoff games ever other than Kareem. Um, So like that's crazy, and then I think he's like the second youngest ever to record a playoff triple double, or or maybe youngest to have two consecutive. Like he's just hitting all these things, and for those yeah, I see all these
1: stats on ESPN where it's like (laughs) the only other players to have done this by this age are LeBron, Kareem, Uh and then there's like one other person that fits into it. I'm like, oh my
0: gosh. A lot of it, yeah, and recently it's been a lot of Luka. So, like, go check out our social media. I've been retweeting a lot of things from, like, you know, SportsCenter, ESPN, ESPN Stats and Info, and, like, like all sorts of different places that are just, like, have all these awesome, crazy stats and high praise for a guy like Luka Doncic. And, like, it's awesome, and he's been so good, and it's been really fun to watch. Like, and also, as a Lakers fan, boy, I'd love to see the Mavericks beat the Clippers. That would be fun. So, anyways. (laughs) Yeah, um. well, and
1: going back to, like, the the thing we talked about last week about like having having it be fun to like vilify certain players like Mm -hmm. i don't think that anybody can go out and vilify luca not yet anyways like that would be really tough like he's one of those guys that i think 90 95 percent of people are out there rooting for like because he's just so much fun to watch
0: yeah he's i mean and he's like such a likable guy too so he's both fun the way that he plays he's so like crafty and like very kind of razzle dazzle, but also just like darn good. Um, but also just like a good guy, like he's funny, he's got a good personality. I think the interesting thing that you bring up is like, you know, so few people can, and you're right. However, <laughs> like, literally one of his opponents, I don't know if you saw, um, but Montrez Harrell, a guy on the Clippers, there's a they got into a like, I, I don't know, a bit of a bit of a scrum, like in game two, and um, yeah, I, I think running this. back on the court, Harrell you could see the video cut to him and you could read lips. And he said something about him being like, like a, a, a a bleep bleep white boy. I think it was like B word, a word white boy. (laughs) I I saw a few other lip readings and it was like, like he was a, like, like lady part, (laughs) like lady part, (laughs) um, a word white boy. Um, We're trying to keep this podcast a little bit clean, but anyways, like, and he just (laughs) like people gave him a lot of crap, which I agree with because I think, I don't know. It was interesting hearing some of the thoughts on that, um, especially in like the time that we were in, because I heard probably the best thing for like, oh wow, that is like not okay. And he should be reprimanded. Is that like, what if Luca said that? Like if he would, you know, had Luca said it to him and obviously like flipping the race there, like that would be like super not okay. And he would lose all respect. That's so like Montrose Harold yeah. I think got away with it a little bit. Um, he did apologize. Like there was a little pregame apology session that happened between him and Luca and Luca was kind of like, Hey, it's all good. Um, but before game three and then actually in game three, they got in a fight too. Like they, they were, <laughs> I'm sorry, they but I'm not a that bit sorry. Of a right. So like they, <laughs> you said that, you know, for the most part, everybody likes Luca. And for the most part, you're right. Except I, I a fans.
1: Let's be honest. That's true.
0: <laughs> but even players too. Like that's what was so fun to watch is like, I don't know if you heard the call, um but like mike breen is like the classic announcer his his go to phrase is you yeah. know bang like he hits the shot yeah, and Mike Breen hit him, hit him with the double bang when Luca made bang, the, bang. the shot. He was like, "Bang, bang!" And like it was, it was crazy. And LeBron yeah, tweeted. I, saw, about I was gonna it. say, and, I
1: saw LeBron's tweet about it.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. So like, people are fans of Luca. Like, game recognizes game, and like that's why I recognize Luca so much. You know, because because <laughs> you me. got
1: game,
0: right? so I got game. <laughs> now, I, as a fan, you know, I'm I'm not a Mavericks fan. I'm not a Clippers fan. Those have been some fun games to watch. I'm actually I'm watching the um, the Heat play the Pacers right now while we're while we're talking. Not as great. The Eastern Conference side of things has been not good. Like the Raptors swept, they're already done. The Celtics swept the 76ers, they're already done. The Heat are about to sweep the Pacers, they're already done. The Bucks lost a, a weird game 1, but like they're yeah, going to win that was 4-1. Kind of surprising. So it's like right, very surprising, but like the East is pretty much wrapped up. So thank goodness for the West, which has been a little surprising, but also just like exciting and fun. So I, I'm excited to watch the Lakers and um, Blazers play tonight, which is Monday the 24th. Um, Did Dame Kobe make Day, you nervous? I when they won Game One, Dame make like Dame made me nervous. I talked about, talked about last week. Like I didn't want the Blazers to win the eighth seed. I I wanted anyone but the Blazers I mean hopefully the Grizzlies (laughs) Spurs and like yeah the Blazers winning game one like Charles Barkley I think said that if the Blazers win game one like the Blazers are gonna sweep fortunately he was wrong and the Lakers are now up two to one I believe Um, yeah you're right but like it it took some some effort like AD came out and was really really good in um, game two and LeBron oh LeBron had like a 38 point um not quite triple double I think he had like 14 boards and like eight assists and 38 points in game three. And prior to that, LeBron had scored like in the teens. Um, I think in game two, he had like 10 or 12 points or something like that, which is not like very disconcerting, but playoff Braun, you know, I'm not too worried about him showing up. So yeah, the playoffs have been exciting. Yes. I've been a little bit worried because man, the blazers are good. Carmelo Anthony, some, some retro buckets. Damian Lillard is just an absurd shot maker and shot taker. And it's been fun to watch all of it. Like I've been super excited. So <laughs> like,
1: yeah. I love like banter on social media when they're like, I, I saw so many like crying memes of people watching LeBron and Mellow. Like mm-hmm. those were cracking me up. Cause like, just, like right. throwing it's like all back, oh, to, back people, to the like, good old days. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it it's definitely been uh, interesting though, as you mentioned. I haven't paid as much attention as you have, which I that's okay. I should do. It's it's still difficult for me to wrap my head around watching sports during the summer. But I did have a good uh, conversation with Lauren's Dad about baseball, so that was kind of fun.
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like in general, because I've been uh, watching. Well, baseball. he's a big this Indians past week guy. This been a little slow. Okay, they've so, been like,
1: good. He yeah, he's had like. Like, he's part of, like, a group that does season tickets every year Mm -hmm. to the Indians, and, like, they've been doing... Like, he joined the group, like, 10 years ago, and the group's, like, been doing it for, like, 20 years. So they have, like, really good seats, and so he really, really enjoys going to that and follows the Indians really closely. And, like, he was talking to me about, like, their pitching staff and stuff like that. And so it was just kind of... I don't know. it, It gave me, like... Obviously, you and I talk about sports on this podcast because we enjoy sports, but me not knowing a ton about baseball like that's just never been my sport but then like having a conversation with him about it and like hearing kind of his passion around it like and obviously like you have a major passion for like the Yankees and stuff like that but it's just it's fun to hear people talk about a sport when they have a passion uh, for that sport and then it makes you want to like go watch that sport because like I guarantee if somebody was like talking to me about cricket and, like, they were really passionate, I'd be like, okay, well, when's the next cricket game on TV? Let's go. Uh
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's fun to, like, sort of learn about sports from other people that are passionate and, like, you know, cool about it. And and I think that's, like, the fun thing about sports because there are sports that I definitely don't know about. But even, like, stuff like golf, like, I'm okay with listening to people sort of talk about, like, the exciting parts because there there are exciting parts about all sorts of sports. I mean, like, you know, you can be – a, a racing person and see, you know, all sorts of different nuances that someone who from the outside might just see like, Oh yeah, those cars drive around, you know, in a circle for they always turn four left. hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> like it takes forever and nothing happens Or it's like, Oh, well, you know, actually there's a lot of nuances and like pit times and crashes and all sorts of things. It's like, wow, I would have never thought about that. Yeah. And yeah, like it's, it's really fun to sort of like talk shop and like hear things that people are passionate about. Cause yeah, like, I mean, I'm a big baseball, like, football, basketball. I mean, I, I like volleyball. Like, I, I like talking sports, but it's definitely fun to, like, talk sports, not just at someone, but with someone. And then also, conversely, like, to just listen, you know, sometimes when yeah, people talk about absolutely. sports. absolutely.
1: And, like, I think we we may circle back to the NBA, but I was going to say, like, there's we a had lot talked, to talk about oh heck like, yeah so like, we'll, mean, definitely like circ- that, we'll definitely again, circle we definitely circle have there to for but, sure
0: but there's plenty yeah I,
1: I think okay we i'm not gonna say for sure but we very easily could circle back there but what i was gonna say was like in terms of your love for sports you were kind of mentioning to me a little bit earlier before this podcast that like your kind of least favorite type of sport would and maybe i'm going to misrepresent what you said but like your least favorite type or maybe at least at the very least like you follow it a lot less than what you used to is college sports now just because like once you said once you kind of passed the age of the people competing it changed for you
0: i i mean so like not quite like i said that and like i i think it just my fandom changed or at very least like sort of my appreciation for it and i think part of it is like working with college sports too cuz i still love college sports i mean i love like watching iu and rooting for iu Mm -hmm. and like this i if i think we talked about it on this podcast maybe but my senior or i guess yeah senior year as a whole which was like for me i graduated in december so it was like senior year i was only a senior for half of it technically i was a graduate for the second half but basically the year that was my senior year i finished with the number two um point total for like points that you get for attending different sporting events at IU. Mm -hmm. So I went like to everything I could. I went to a bunch of soccer games. I went to obviously a ton of volleyball because I worked it and like tennis. And I went to like IU baseball games, which a lot of times baseball games are kind of boring to go to, but like it's fun, you know, and especially. I was going to say, I actually loved
1: going to college baseball games when we were in college. Like Lauren and I went to a lot mm -hmm. of them.
0: Right. And like knowing people on the team and, and having that like, that stake in like, okay, this is my alma mater, you know, I'm an alum or like, this is my team or like, you know, this is a team that I work with like volleyball. You know, I definitely got into it. So like, I definitely still love college sports. I still like care about the Buckeyes and watch them and hope they do well. I think it's more just like, like, I don't know. I'm less like invested, like emotionally in the success of like 18 year olds, if that makes sense. Like, it's not that I like care any less about the sport or like, I'm not as big of a fan. It's just like, yeah. I'm a different fan where it's like, yeah, I would be I'm... like in tears and heartbroken. If like Ohio state lost the championship when I was like younger, when I was middle school or something. Cause it's like, Oh man, like Troy Smith and <laughs> yeah. Ted Ginn, like these guys are, you know, these guys are like adults. These guys are like pros. It's like <laughs> now it's like, no, these guys are like yeah. teenagers. Like these, <laughs> these guys exactly. are my age. And like they younger. still have like, their
1: <laughs> parents, like worrying about what they're doing and worrying <laughs> about their sport like for them right yeah like not to say that mm-hmm. like pro athletes don't but like on a different level college uh, athletes mm-hmm. have their parents like worrying about them and like caring Especially about their this sporting week. lives yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah exactly with everything going on because like uh-huh. what you said something about like the big 10 parents like they went to the went to actually the big 10 what is wherever that's located i guess their headquarters and like protested or something like that
0: Yeah, so like I I, one article that I read on ESPN was I think the dad of an Ohio State player, um, who was basically just like, like calling out the Big Ten and like, all right, we want you know we want answers, and unless we get you know answers that we that we want to hear, we're gonna so not just answers in general,
1: the answers they want. (laughs) That's the key. Right.
0: So, right, the answers that they want about you know about maybe trying to resume a fall season and like how things are going to look and blah, blah, blah. Like, unless we get the answers we want, we're going to go, you know, protest at the ESPN headquarters and fly down outside of the ESPN headquarters and do these things. And it's just like,
1: and they did that. They went there and protested.
0: They did. Yeah. And it's just, I I don't know. Like to me, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. Like I, I kind of get the sentiment of like, Hey, you know, we want to know that things are being done for the good of our kids. Like, like, you know our if our if you're not going to listen to our kids like listen to us adults but also to, part of it is like stop like what are you doing like you're embarrassing your mm. kids and also also like your kids are still college students like in college it, 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 to me it would be like like if a parent went to a professor and like protested a grade it's like oh that yeah is not That's something okay, a parent right? does like,
1: in high school like
0: right like that is not cool and like also not, like, allowed. And to me, you know, I, I don't know. It was just, like, kind of, like, sad and silly and, like, dumb in, in a lot of ways where it's like, okay, parents. Like, assuming you have the right motivations, which may not even be true. Like, you just might be concerned yeah. that, that your tuition money, if you're paying any, or, you know, the money you've spent in the past is not getting put to use. and yeah. Or, like, your kid may not be able to go pro. It's like, come on. like, you There would are bigger assume... things at stake here.
1: Oh, exactly. You would assume that a mm-hmm. parent... With everything going on, obviously it's not a typical year, but with everything right. going on, they would take a look at the situation and say, okay, the Big Ten as a whole and these colleges are doing what they believe is in the best interest of my child. Right. And mm-hmm. currently, they are still set to play the sport in the spring. So what mm-hmm. difference does it make to, to them – whether the sport is played in the the fall or the spring, like that should be the lens through which they're looking at it. Through is right. these colleges, mm-hmm. the Big Ten, are doing what's in the best interest, or they're at least doing what they believe to be in the best interest of my mm-hmm. kid and the sport as a whole. And it's going to happen in the spring, and that's just how it is this year. We're right. going to have and to move I think past that's... that.
0: Right. That's the big thing is it's like these people like we talked about it last week with Justin Fields out of OSU and like putting together a big petition to like bring back Big Ten sports. And it's like like, you know, I I guess I get the sentiment. Maybe it's just an emotional reaction, but it's like, come on, guys, like, you know, it's not just about like playing the sports. It's literally about like keeping you guys healthy, like the students and doing what's in the best interest of you. It's also in the best interest of like other students, you know, by not having sporting events where, you know, it's like, let's say an Ohio state guy is playing, you know, against an Indiana guy and they fly to IU. And what if one of those Indiana kids, you know, had COVID and then an Ohio state kid brings it back and then has, you know, psychology 101 with a hundred other freshmen. It's like, like, it's just smarter for everybody. And also like, it's not like they're not trying to make it work you know it's not like they're just like ha 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 we're gonna ruin these kids canceled college for careers this year by... like their seniors right. canceled <laughs> like, yeah because uh, the ncaa has already come out and said that um all fall sport athletes are gonna have another year of um of a- a- athletic eligibility and it's like oh really there's... so they could
1: come back and play next fall then
0: yep they could come back like and they play could next, take the spring fall. off and play next I fall i think i think so again i don't know all the details like, and I don't if think that were true
1: the, would you play in the spring
0: Well, see, I think part of it it might be that it's like, um, I I don't know if it's dependent on playing in a spring season or having a spring season. Like, I don't know if it's, okay, you have eligibility um, if things get canceled, or if it's like, if there is a spring season and you don't play, or if you do play, I don't know if you still, right, I don't know if you still have eligibility, I would assume... Maybe, but obviously there's a ton of questions where it's like, okay, well I might have eligibility, but that doesn't guarantee that my school is going to give me a scholarship, you know, for a fifth year or something like that. But let's say Um, for the sake of this
1: argument that here, here's the options that you have, these two options, Mm -hmm. right? Option one, play spring football and then either whatever your next phase is, go play pros or get a job or Mm -hmm. option number two is, um sit out the spring season because you have the option to do, to do so and then gain eligibility next fall. And let's say in this situation, we knew that next fall sports were going to look at the very least more normal.
0: Right. You know, like everyone sort of playing and everything yeah. happening when it, so which route should. are you going? Yeah. I mean, given those two, like I would probably sit out spring just cause it, it would mess up so many things where it's like, okay, you know, if I, and, and again, it's so hard because the thought process for the vocal minority, like the 1% of athletes who are actually going to pray, play pro and play for their career. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what you hear. Like that is the vocal minority. And that thought process Correct. is like entirely different. Um, cause for those kids, we've talked about it. It's like, okay, the draft for the NFL, for example, is in April. Like I might not play college yeah. sports, You know, in the spring, if I'm not going to be healthy and if I'm like, you know, even if you don't gain a year,
1: even if you don't gain eligibility in the fall.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not going to play to keep myself healthy, especially if if you know you're getting drafted. Exactly. But, you know, if you're like somebody who's on the fringes or like maybe playing to get them noticed would help them get drafted. It's like, oh, like then, yeah, I would maybe play. Or if, you know, maybe you wait until it's, it's more normal type competition and play in the fall and like take that time. So, yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't know how that eligibility, you know, looks if it's like, whether you play or not, you have another year cause that would be, that would be a whole thing. That would be kind of interesting. Um, it would sort of give athletes a chance to play this year. However that looks, you know, mm-hmm. it may include not playing, you know, if things go, go poorly, but then like guaranteeing them next season that will hopefully knock on wood be, A little bit more normal um so yeah yeah, i mean i think at very least it's good that the ncaa has already come out and sort of said that and put that together Mm -hmm. again that's just the ncaa sort of putting a blanket statement out there like that Correct. doesn't i think i like, cover our butts that, you know. give options like. <laughs> right yeah. like it doesn't guarantee that a player is going to be you know welcomed back by their university or you know again given a scholarship or something like that like yeah. just because you have eligibility doesn't mean you're guaranteed to be able to play no especially exactly. if your team like let's say your team had a lot of really good recruits that were already going to come in, and it's like your team was planning on you being gone. So if you come back, it's like that
1: scholarship's gone oh, potentially. Right? Already. It's like,
0: well, yeah. The other thing is, it's like, uh, you know, yeah, you've been a starter for four years, but like we can't guarantee you a fifth year of starting if you're not as good as you know this like superstar kid that we have coming in. So that might hurt, yeah. or like, you I feel like him. you might see right. You might see a lot of guys going to like different schools, maybe with that extra year of eligibility. And like you see that a little bit now with like grad transfers and things like that, um, especially in basketball is a big one where it's like, all right, you might have a guy. There were a couple who, of really
1: good guys at IU when we went there. They were grad transfers.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like you get you know different potential difference makers going to teams that are these teams that are sort of loaded with like one and done talent, which is sort of the new the new thing in college basketball. Like that's how teams are made. Like you think of a Duke a couple years ago that had you know three. Like lottery picks and Zion and RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish, mm-hmm. and it's like if you add, you know, a couple like let's say senior players who are really good and are kind of chasing a championship a little bit, like these are guys that have already graduated and are you know are grad transfers. That's the that's the point of it. Like you might see a lot more of that. So I I think this whole extra year of eligibility could be really interesting because I actually saw um to bring it to like an IU example um to, like this year's seniors didn't get to play in March Madness like because they canceled it like and those guys in in this past spring mm-hmm. like they don't get any extra eligibility like you know there's yeah. no makeup tournament for for spring 2020 and that sucks for those guys and like I saw that Devonte okay. Green actually signed a contract with um, like an overseas team or something like that he was a, a senior for IU it's like that's awesome for him but man I bet he wishes like that he was a you know one of the juniors or something that like might get a second year of eligibility and yeah. like might get two senior, even had the, senior year type things.
1: Yeah, or even had the opportunity to play in March Madness because then maybe he would have been able to <laughs> show something that would have gotten him right. put into the NBA. You, you just never yeah, know. Yeah, or,
0: or even yeah, or even a slightly higher you know overseas a team G League G League or, or whatever. Something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it it, it does kind of suck for like the kids who have already had their their season's kind of messed up and canceled that it's like, Oh, well you can't, you know, can't really give those guys any eligibility mm-hmm. cause it's already over. And like, they've graduated by this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's interesting. Obviously all of it's interesting. Yeah. I but do you know who's happy about it?
1: That college sports uh, are canceled.
0: Who? Probably a lot of people. The, the NFL, NFL we specifically. About that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
1: they are so thrilled. We've talked about that before. Like they are, I can only imagine how much extra money uh, maybe not they probably need it to make up for gate receipts that they're losing <laughs> yeah by I having mean, all that extra air time
0: <laughs> the nfl apparently some teams are maybe going to try to allow some percentage of fans in uh, like i think half of the teams have already said we're not playing with any fans and then like a couple teams like the dolphins are going to try and play with 20% capacity and like a team like the bills i saw that the bills coach was really annoyed that the dolphins were gonna have um maybe have fans when their team isn't and that the nfl yeah, isn't is, that doesn't like, do any good like a universal policy right it do, yeah it doesn't do any good and also it's like a little bit unfair because if it's like oh like if you're letting each team decide you know if they can have fans or not if one yeah. team let's say you know dolphins sure, are gonna have home
1: field advantage
0: uh, right and let's you know maybe it's not it's not necessarily the dumb decision to have fans, but let's say one team is, is extra cautious and does decide, Hey, we're not having any fans Yeah, that like you said, it kind of does sacrifice the competitive advantage of having fans um, versus yeah. a team that, you know, uh, again, maybe it's super safe to have, you know, 20%, 20% capacity. Maybe
1: it is. Maybe they can go about it the correct way and it's totally safe and everybody's socially distancing properly. I'm not going to say that that's not going to happen. So right. um, maybe like, it totally could happen. Maybe,
0: but let's yeah let's say even playing field it's safe either way yeah then yeah having fans you know is is a big advantage so like i think that'll be interesting to see and yeah i think you're right where um like the nfl like we talked about last week there's gonna be a lot of football missed out on i mean i guess technically we still have some college football because like a lot of SEC. other leagues haven't canceled Has their the ACC right the SEC. canceled yet <laughs> Uh, no, the ACC is still technically going, except Notre, that's Dame, Notre Dame, had, like, Dame an right? outbreak. Yeah. Oh, Notre yeah. Because they had, don't even have an outbreak. So I was going to say, they <laughs> don't even
1: have anybody on campus anymore, college students wise. So, like, would they still uh-huh. play with the, a- the ACC? Because they, they were right. signed up to play their <laughs> football season with the ACC. And if the ACC is still playing and Notre Dame made a deal to play with them, the expectation would be that Notre Dame would keep <laughs> that deal, right? Yeah.
0: Yep, and uh, yep, and then another ACC team, the um Carolina Tar Heels. I think um the their main campus had a big time outbreak, and like, yeah, it's just, man. I obviously I I still think that we're right. Sure, we were right about like college sports, and um, you know, like specifically with the Big Ten, I guess. But man, like, <laughs> I hope those other <laughs> leagues like decide to cancel slash postpone because that would. Well, be... A little bit embarrassing.
1: Yeah, it only makes sense for them to do so for one specific reason that we brought up last time. And that's like, if there are going to be bowl games, which I'm under the assumption that they're not, but I would love for there to still be bowl games (laughs) and like some kind of uh, college football championship. Like if I'm saying if everything got moved to the spring. Sure. Yeah. If everybody moved to the the spring. That's the way that it could happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. So why wouldn't they do that to allow that to happen? (laughs) Like that makes sense.
0: Yeah, uh, you're right. And I, and I totally agree. Because it's, it's really interesting. They actually, and I tweeted it and retweeted it. They put out the, the AP top 10 for college football today. Mm. And like three of the teams, they had to put little asterisks next to them to say like, you know, these teams are in the Big Ten. Their season has already been canceled. Because I think Ohio State was number two and like Penn State was on there. And I think Oregon as well in like Pac-12. And it was like, like that's so hmm. weird. Like, I guess you're right that they're in the top 10, but like at the end of the season, what does Ohio state stay number two because they yeah. were at the beginning or like, you know, or is it like, like the what? final
1: rankings for this season don't come out until like after fall football and after spring <laughs> football. And then we're like, okay, based on how everybody played in their respective seasons, in their respective, right. Uh, things, in their conferences. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's where I'm going to place people. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh, that's what this yeah. looks like. Even though everything <laughs> right. looks totally different. That's a completely unfair comparison.
0: Uh huh. So that was a little silly. Um. But yeah, that's 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 where we're at. I mean, hopefully things sort of. Hopefully a fall season doesn't happen for the right reasons, and hopefully a spring season, you know, does happen for the right reasons. Like, hopefully people have, like we said, you know, with sort of the the parent thing, have the right reasoning behind it all. So
1: yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, sir, is there anything that you want to hit on before we wrap this thing up? I mean, I know I said we circle thing, back to the NBA, but I we didn't make it to <laughs> it. Right? No.
0: No. No. I. I will be putting out um, a a snippet, you know, this week with me talking about NBA stuff because it is happening. It is, you know, it's snapping. There four games every single day um, up until, like, today. I think now there won't be because the Raptors clinched last night um, on Sunday. But, like, last thing is a um, snippet about Mike Trout. He had a rookie card that broke the record for baseball cards and playing cards being sold. We talked about the LeBron James rookie card breaking mm-hmm. the record for, I think, for a rookie card because you mentioned yeah. the Honus Wagner card having the record for like the most expensive card ever. Yes, this Mike Trout card beat the record for most expensive card ever, and it How sold do you feel for, about like that three point nine three million dollars. I think it's kind of cool because, like we talked about last, the last time that we talked about you know selling cards and stuff, it's like I've got a little bit of extra time on my hands. I'm gonna go through some <laughs> do a of my quick cards evaluation, I, right? I should send I you my anything, book of cards. <laughs> exactly, like I don't have anything too, you know, like too fancy. I don't like invest in like you know more expensive packs of cards or anything like that. But like I've got a couple binders full, and if one or two of them are worth a little bit, or let's say fifty of them are worth ten bucks, like that's still five hundred bucks. Like <laughs> there is yeah. money in playing cards. Is is oh, all yeah. I've got to say. Which so. like
1: <laughs> my only point that I'm gonna say about that is. I think it's really sad to me it's sad that a mike trout cart mike trout card was the most expensive card ever because in my brain there's no way that that should be worth more than like a honus wagner or a mickey mantle or something like that and there's and this isn't saying that it's the card that is worth the most in the mm-hmm. world it is the card that has sold for the most because those right. other cards that, aren't yeah. on the market
0: Exactly, that is a very important distinction. I'm glad you brought it up. A because like you know those old cards, like that card set the record for three million dollars years ago. You know, if, even if yeah. you just adjust for inflation, inflation like this this card might not be the most expensive. And yeah, like you said, you know if there's one that goes on the market, I'm sure like records would be reset over and over again, you know, if it's oh, it's just like, yeah, people that just, have these, cards. you mentioned inflation. Are that's them, why. So. Yeah. People are sitting on them uh-huh, because they yeah.
1: wanted them and they are an investment to that person, which clearly those exactly. cards are an investment. Like, look at this one. Look at the LeBron card. Yep. Ugh, let's buy more cards. <laughs> yeah. Let's go buy some sports I, cards.
0: <laughs> I agree. We should rip some packs open and um, <laughs> try, try and set up that, that retirement fund. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: saw some old ones at an antique mall that Lauren and I were at here a little while back. There was like this uh-huh. whole booth filled with old baseball football basketball cards i was like yeah i, I guarantee I there's at least guys. one <laughs> card in there like because they were unopened packs i was like these are old mm-hmm. i guarantee there's one card in there that's worth like a thousand bucks at least but it's right like, yeah it's who's like, gonna it's dig, like a dig through there and little, find it
0: exactly yeah it's like a fun treasure hunt it's like you know kind of like stock like you know oh i'm gonna buy buy these and hope that they go up in value or you yeah. know hope that somebody like if i'm buying a a pack full of rookie cards which apparently is the thing to do you're hoping that one of those guys becomes like a superstar and you know sells for a lot of money and you're hoping you remember you had that card (laughs) exactly yeah class of 2021 you know for nba mlb and nfl i might just buy one of their one of those fancy little rookie things and and hope one of those guys becomes you know the next the next whomever the next kobe the next jordan (laughs) the next mike it seems like (laughs) rookie
1: cards like you said and then errors are like the only ones that really matter
0: True. Yeah. So go buy those cards, keep listening to this podcast and that's all I've got until,
1: until the next one. (laughs) I like it. Well, thank you, sir. And thank you all of our listeners out there. Please go subscribe to wherever you listen to this podcast at. So that way you get notified each week when we release them, as well as whenever Evan releases some of his new uh, little snippet podcasts that he's releasing mm-hmm. once a week or whatever that looks like whenever yeah. um, whenever, whenever the I need like arises it, yeah. exactly there's <laughs> exactly. not going to be a time there's not going to be a timeline on those so it'll be really good if you get notified about them so that you exactly. can what he has to say and be on top of the news so thank you all for joining us so much this week Thank you so much for joining us this week. Jeez, I was a uh, mixed up those words. Thank you all so <laughs> much for joining us this week on the Sports Bag Podcast, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody.
0: See ya.